Good morning, Help Club for Moms. My name is Deb. I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. Today is a very, very important topic. We have been talking about enjoying motherhood. And a really big part of enjoying motherhood is enjoying our husbands, enjoying our marriage. And I know, guys, whenever my kids were in our home, they were growing up at different stages in their lives. Um, it was harder on my marriage. Sometimes it was hard on my marriage when my kids were growing up. And so I feel like we need to always constantly be encouraging one another to love our husbands, to enjoy them, to remember why we married them in the first place, to remind ourselves what we love about our husbands, to remind ourselves what we love about our families. And I think it's really important to keep perspective and the long game in mind for your marriage, because your kids are going to grow up and leave home. And for me personally, it was very sad. And uh, I actually went through a, a little bout with depression when my kids left home because I love being a mom so much. But the good thing was my husband and I had invested in our marriage all along, even in the good times or the hard times. And I believe that it really helped us to have the marriage that we enjoy today. My husband and I have been married. It'll be 32 years we enjoy each other. We have a lot of fun in the emptiness. It's so much fun. But I feel like just like with anything else in your life, you have to be looking ahead a little bit. You're 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 not living in tomorrow, obviously. You want to enjoy your children today. You don't want to live tomorrow because you want to you want to live in this present day with the Lord. But we do think ahead in our lives. And so I think it's important to think about your relationship with your husband, because if we don't, guys, I'm telling you, the enemy will try to break you up and God loves your marriage. It's very important to him. He loves it that you're working on your marriage. He loves it that you're trying to be a loving wife to your husband and he's going to help you. Even if your husband is not maybe the nicest person, like maybe he's grouchy or something, or maybe he has habits that you don't like, but guys, just remember, you can't change your husband. Can everybody say that with me? <laughs> Actually, if, if you're on right now, could you leave a comment? I want everyone to leave this comment and say hello to, but let's just type this out. I'm going to type it out too, <laughs> because we all need to remember this. I can't change my husband, but God can. All right. I just made that comment. Everybody here should be doing that comment. And I just want you to take a moment and type it out. I can't change my husband, but God can. And so much of the frustration in marriage for a woman comes from trying to control and change our husbands. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt and lived to tell about it. And it doesn't work. And none of us, thank you guys for posting that. I love that. But God can. Amen. Yes. So <sighs> let's just take a breather and just think about that statement that we typed out. God can change our husbands. And do you know what that does for us? As women, knowing that God can change our husbands, it helps us relax. It helps us rest. 
It helps us. It really does. It helps us rest. And it helps us to let go. And guys, I think it's important to let go. And as you're, I want to see your, your, uh, oh, it's Alexis. Hi. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I can't change my husband, but God can. I see that. I love that, guys. Yes. And uh, also, don't forget, leave a prayer request. If you have any prayer requests, go ahead and leave a prayer request too. Okay. So let's pray as we're going into this video today. Lord, thank you so much that even though we cannot change our husbands, you can change them. <sighs> that's that's just us. It just feels peaceful to say that out loud and to release. So, Lord, we just want to release. Just hold out your hands. If you're listening today on the podcast or on YouTube or in the online group or on our main Facebook page and you're not driving, <laughs> hold out your hands and just imagine yourself giving your husband, your giving your husband to God and giving your problems to God. And just tell him right now, Lord, thank you that you can change my husband. I cannot change my husband, but you can. And so, Lord, I pray for every woman listening, watching, watching the recording, watching the live video today, whoever, whenever they're watching this video, God, you're outside of time and you hear our prayers. And Lord, we want to give you our husbands. We want to give you our problems. And we just say, Lord, work as only you can. Help us to pray in accordance with your will Help us, Lord, to be the wise women who build our houses. Help us to be that loving doe, that graceful deer that satisfies our husband, even into our old age, Lord, that that our, that we would be someone who makes our husband happy. And so, Lord, we just want to give you the problems. We want to give them all to you at the start of this video, and we give you control. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so we got that out of the way. <laughs> And so, okay, so, oh, thank you so much. I can't tell who said this is such a timely video. Tell me who that is. Okay, so I have some really important announcements. So number one, there's no Mothering Monday. Oh, there's no Mothering Monday next week. Okay, no Mothering Monday. And then we're getting ready for our next study. So here is our next study. It's the Help Club for Moms book and companion guide. It's seriously, there. this one's on sale at Christian Book Distributors. And you're going to love this study. It will take us all the way through the end of April, and you are going to learn so much. So there are quick devotions, and you're going to go deeper with the Lord, and you're going to love it, okay? So that's number one. We start January the 30th, and there's some things that you need to do to get ready. Get the books, and then print out, and then I think uh, Stacy is going to uh, print out or set the copy. Let me see. Hold on one second. Let me just double check something. Um, sorry guys. Okay. All right. So this right here is our reading schedule and we can, we find this at helpclubformoms.com. And Stacy's going to share that link right here. And what you do is you print it out and it'll tell you what you should read. For week one, week two, like the first week will be orientation. So you'll read the Help Club for Moms book, these two devotions in that one, that week. And then the companion guide, you'll read the intro to companion guide, the praise ABCs, worship your way to victory and have a talk with God. So these are the things that you're going to read. Thank you, Stacey. These are the things that you're going to read the first week. Okay. And then 
Uh, we're going to go on through and the book is separated. And I want to tell you this today because I won't be on next week. Okay. It's for newer moms and seasoned moms alike. It is absolutely. Anyone can learn from this book. Okay. So just so you know, the book is separate. And if, when you watch the orientation video, you'll also see this, but it's separated in different categories. The wise woman cultivates her spirit. Wise woman loves her husband. Wise woman loves her children. Wise woman creates a home. Wise woman fosters friendships. And then there's a resource area in the back with so many ideas for your home. It is incredible, you guys. You're going to love it. And recipes. You're going to love it, okay? So in the reading guide, you can see all the different ways it's separated. And also, you'll see that um, in the uh, the schedule, you'll see that we break it up. Okay, this one's a different one. Hold on. I'll share the new one with you guys in the video. So we have two of them. Um it's a long story, but uh, we're going to share the right one with you, just so you know. But we're going to take a break for Easter, and we have a version plan that we will be releasing in the next few weeks that will take you through Easter. So we're taking a break from the book for three weeks during Easter because we want everyone focusing on Easter, focusing on Jesus during those three weeks. Okay, so that's what we always do. We shift at Help Club to always, always, always do something for a Lent type study. We don't take all of Lent. We're just taking three weeks. Okay. But I'll get you the uh, updated um, reading schedule. I grabbed the wrong one. I'm sorry. My printer wasn't working and I sent the wrong one to my husband, but I will come back and post it here in this video. And I will also post it on the podcast. Just so you know, you'll have it there. Okay. So I have that. So I think that, okay, next is, okay. So before I forget, our wise woman gathering retreat is July 14th through 15th. You'll fly into Denver, Colorado, and you will love it. It is in a city called Monument, Colorado. It's in a beautiful location and it's going to be so special. And we only have 75 spots. That's it. 75. And, uh, we want this one to be very small and intimate. We want it to be filled with breakthrough for women. It's going to be filled with just personal time with you and the Lord, and you're going to come home and you're going to feel different and you're going to be so happy. I promise you, it, it is an encounter weekend, an encounter with the Lord. And that is our most important thing here at Health Club is that we encourage women to know Jesus and to encounter him. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. So wise woman, thank you. Thank you. I only just started the book, but you're loving it. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So then I'm going to go through the next few announcements because I'm not going to be here next week, but subscribe at helpclubformoms.com because you don't want to miss anything with our study. Okay. So be sure to subscribe and then join us for orientation. The next video that Stacy is going to be sharing it, my assistant is the orientation video. There's a video that you can start watching. It's going to go live on Facebook on January 30th, but you can get a head start since you joined me here on the Mothering Monday videos or podcast. And so the uh, the link will be here, but watch the orientation video and it'll tell you how to get the most out of the study. And then don't forget with this book, both of these books, you have access to at myhelpclubformoms.com. You have access to free videos that are incredible and free printables uh, for scripture things. You can print them out and you can put them in an eight by 10 frame in your home and you will love it. Okay. And then so orientation next week, we're just doing little orientation things. We won't have devotions next week, but it will be orientation and I think that's it. Okay. All right. Let me pray. I already prayed for us. So I got that done. Okay. Good deal. Okay. So now we're going to move into how to enjoy your husband. Okay. 
So the New Year's is a wonderful time to focus on renewing your love for your marriage and your husband. Okay. It's a really good time. We focus on so many things like losing weight, being more organized, having a cleaner home. But how many, how many of us, uh, the link, the video link here. Yes. She, I think uh, Stacy just focused, just posted it. I think she did. Is it on the main page or just in the online group? I'm not sure if it is on both of the pages, but let me see. Okay. I think Stacy heard me. Okay, good. Sorry. We're just working out our new system that we have for sharing things on the, on the uh, video. But I just want to tell you guys that how many of us at New Year's, one of our resolutions is to enjoy our husband or to enjoy our marriage or to do things in our marriage that would make our marriage better. Usually we only give attention. Oh, thank you, Jennifer from Costa Rica. Usually we only give attention to our marriage when it's in crisis. <laughs> That's when we seek counselors. That's when we seek help. That's when we just do go crazy when our marriage is in crisis. But what if we took some time in the new year and we focused on our marriage? How awesome would that be? Okay. And so I just want to encourage you guys that um, that's why I'm talking about this today is that I think it's important to focus on our marriage in the new year. And your marriage is so important to God. It's so important. You guys, the enemy hates your marriage. God loves your marriage. And God will help you to have a better marriage, no matter what you're going through right now. And the enemy will always be against you to try to break you up. <laughs> but remember, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. And God put you guys together. You and your husband are together in Christ. You know, whether your husband's a Christian or not, whether he's doing being a good husband or not, God is with you and he's going to help you. Okay. So remember, he'll help you. So you don't give up. Okay, guys. All right. So the next thing is, um, okay. So the first thing I'm going to say is prayer is a weapon of warfare against Satan. Yes, that is so true. And even though the children tend to be the major focus, thank you for this comment. Our husbands need our time and love. Remind us of that. Amen. So good. Yes. Our husbands need our time and love. So prayer is a weapon of warfare against the enemy. And we have an amazing principle at Help Club, and it's called 10 Scriptures to Pray for Your Husband. And it is wonderful. And these scriptures are powerful. And Stacy's going to put them in the comments, so you'll have everything you need right here. And so just listen to this. Number one, pray that your husband would know the depth of God's love for him. So pray this scripture. And this is how you pray scripture. It's Ephesians 3.18. And you say, Lord, my husband's name is Randy. Lord, let my husband Randy have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. See, that's how you pray scripture of your husband. Here's another one uh, to pray that the Lord would bless my husband's work. And it's Proverbs 22 verse 29. And it's the scripture says, do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before Kings. He will not stand before unknown men. And I prayed this scripture over my husband for years Lord, I pray for Randy that he would excel in his work, that he would stand before kings. He would not stand before unknown man, unknown men. Like, and what that means is your husband is going to be so successful and so mighty that what's going to happen is he's going to be promoted. I'm telling you guys, when you pray scripture, things happen and you may not see how your husband would get promoted. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute, how your husband will get promoted, how your husband will get blessed, but God works. 
He works. Okay. And then let's do another one. Pray that God would, would strengthen him to resist temptation. And it's this scripture, first Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man, but God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will also make a way of escape that you will be able to bear it. So Lord, I pray for Randy that he would thank you that he, no temptation has overtaken Randy except such as common to man. And God, you are faithful and you will not allow Randy to be tempted beyond what he is able, but with the temptation, you will also make a way of escape that he would be able to bear it. So pray that for your husband, personalize it just like I did for my husband, right? And here's another one. Pray that your husband will trust in the Lord for his strength. And that is Psalm 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted in him and I am helped. Therefore, my heart gratefully rejoices and my song, I will praise him. Lord, I pray for my husband that you would be his strength and his shield, that, Rand that Randy's heart would trust in you and that he would be helped. Therefore, let Randy's heart rejoice and with his song, let him praise you. And even if your husband is not a believer, okay, even if he's not a believer, you can still pray these scriptures over him. You're praying God's words back to him, guys. It's so important that we pray God's word back to him. And thank you, Stacy. Thank you for those things. Okay. So pray for your husband. It's a weapon. Pray for yourself that you will love your husband. Pray for yourself that you will respect your husband. Even if he's not a man worthy of it, even if he's hurt you or done stupid things or isn't uh, whatever it is, just whatever it is, ask God. So this is the deal, guys. We are not responsible for our husbands, right? We are responsible for ourselves to God. We're not responsible for our husbands to God. We're responsible for ourselves. And so what that means is, is that um, we can only control our behavior and we can't control our husband's behavior. Okay. So praying scripture over him, praying for yourself to be kind and to be good to your husband. There's a quote that I love by Ruth Graham. And it says, it's, and she's talking about her husband, Billy Graham. Okay. She says, it's not my job to make Billy good. It's God's job to make him good. It's my job to make him happy. And so I want you to say it. Let's all type this out. I know this is like, I just, these are important things. It's not my job to make, and I'm going to say my husband, Randy, good, comma. It's God's job. To make him good, comma, it's my job to make him happy. There you go. Boom. <laughs> I think we should all type that out. Just type it out. You can copy paste it, whatever. I just think that we need to keep remembering that we can't control, we can't change, we can't manipulate, we can't do all that stuff, but God can, okay? And so pray for your husband, pray for yourself, pray for your marriage and spend time with God. Ask God for scriptures. Now, listen, guys, this is a big deal. <laughs> so when you're reading the word of God, so much of the time we will read the word of God. And I get this, this is, this is life, right? We read the word of God and then we just go off in our day like we didn't even read anything, right? But God wants us to obey his word. So listen to this scripture, James 1, 
And it says, it's in verse 22. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But the man who looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues to do this, not forgetting what he has heard, but doing it, he will be blessed in what he does. So that's James 1, 22 to 25. Don't we want to be blessed in what we do? But guys, we have to read the Bible and we have to obey it. It's so simple, but it's hard because our flesh doesn't want us to do what God says. Our The enemy doesn't want us to do what God says. Our old habits don't want us to do what God says. But our spirit, our regenerated man, that part of us that the Holy Spirit is living inside of that we give full access to wants to obey God. So the more that you give full access to God, the more that God's Holy Spirit will permeate your heart, your soul, your mind, and your emotions. And the more that you obey God, the more that you will want to obey God. And the more that you will see results in your marriage and in your life. I promise you, if I could take your head in my hands and just do this right here, like I'm holding your hand, your head, your head like this with my hands or on your cheeks, I would say to you, if you were here with me, I would say, please read the Bible and do what God says to do and let God work on your husband because you will see changes when you do that. And you will be happier because you're obeying God. You might not be happy with your situation, but you will be happier on the inside. We're happier on the inside when we obey the Lord. Okay, so it's just a, it's a big deal to God that we obey. And what it does is it shows God that we trust him when we are obeying. Yeah. Thank you, God, for, for posting all this. It's not our job to make our husbands good. Good. Okay. so then the next tip I, I want to say to you is here right here. I have a really cool story to tell you. So men need to know before I tell you the story, men need to know we admire them. Have you guys ever read Ephesians 5.33 in the Amplified Version? Let me read it to you. It's beautiful. And the wife must see to it that she respects and delights in her husband, that she notices him and prefers him and treats him with loving concern, treasuring him, honoring him, and holding him dear. Isn't that a beautiful scripture? It's so good. Let me read it again. Ephesians 5.33 in the Amplified Version. And the wife must see to it that she respects and delights in her husband, that she notices him and prefers him and treats him with loving concern, treasuring him, honoring him, and holding him dear. God created your husband, and he knows what he's talking about when he says that we women need to respect our husbands. and. I like the way the Amplified Version talks about this because I have found personally in my own marriage, when I notice my husband, when I treasure him, whenever I love him, when I can tell if he's having a hard day, it really improves him, his behavior even. Like I'm not changing it, but I'm just trying to do what God tells me to do each day. And my husband I feel like my husband is like this and your husband might be like this. I don't know. I feel like all men are like this, but they need eye contact. 
They need us to look in their eyes and to stop what we're doing, to notice them, to notice if they're having a good day, to notice if they're having a bad day, to notice if they're struggling, to notice uh, if they're feeling frustrated. And sometimes we just have to say, are you okay? Are you okay? How can I pray for you? Is there anything I can do for you? Do you know what that, even if your husband doesn't do that for you, I know a lot of you guys, your husband wouldn't do anything like that for you. Like he would never say to you, are you okay? Can I do anything for you? But guys, remember if we just release them to God, he's going to change. So don't be thinking about what your husband's not doing for you. Think about what God wants you to do for him. Okay. And so, um, notice him and remember your husband, uh, he, he was a boy growing up in his mother's home first. And do you know how boys do this? They like, mommy, feel my muscles, feel my muscles. And do you know, they never outgrow that need. And it's not really feeling their muscles, but what it is, is the need to be respected and admired by the woman in their life, the most important woman in their life. And that is you. The most important woman in my husband's life is me. The most important woman in your husband's life is you. I think we all need to say that to ourselves today. Just say it. I am the most important woman in my husband's life. And just say it. And if you're the most important uh, woman in your husband's life, then you need to be the one that's praying for him because no one will pray for him like you will. You need to be the one that is respecting him and honoring him and treasuring him and noticing him and listening to him. Don't rush his stories. Don't um, don't make him feel like uh, he has too many details or anything like that. Just listen. Just listen to him. Uh, it's like a lot with our children. We listen to their stories and we ask them questions you know, so how did that make you feel? Like when your husband's sharing a story with you, say to him, so how did that make you feel? You know, if he's having something at work or say, I bet that was tough for you. Or I bet you feel frustrated about that. I'm so sorry. I'm going to be praying for you. You know, listening to your husband and noticing him is a form of respect. And uh, our sons need our respect. They don't want to be dismissed. No one likes to be dismissed, especially your husband and your son, your your sons, your men were made to need your respect. Please do not disrespect your sons. Treat them and your husbands as if they are the most important people on the earth and your daughters, of course, too. But I'm just saying our sons need respect. And guess what, ladies? So I'm going to tell you something. It's going to be kind of hard to listen to, but I think we all need to tell each other and remind each other, but your son is probably going to marry a woman who treats him a lot like you do. Do you want to be in a relationship with a daughter-in-law who dismisses your son all the time, who is rude to your son, who cuts him off and when he's trying to talk, who belittles him, who criticizes him? No, we don't want that kind of a daughter-in-law. But If you are criticizing your son constantly, if you are belittling him, if you are sarcastic with him, do not be surprised if he marries a woman who does the same thing. But guess what? If you've done that, 
It's never too late. If you've done it with your husband, it's never too late. This is hard teaching, right? There's so much in the Bible. Jesus says, this is hard teaching. Well, this is hard teaching for us as women. Okay, because I see all of your hearts and I know how hard you work. And I see you guys in the online group on Facebook or you email me uh, emails and you tell me how things are going. And I know how hard you work in your marriage. And I know how hard you're trying with your kids and you you bust your little behind, you know, to, to do so much in your home. And you're trying so hard and your husband's rude to you. But I'm just telling you guys, just trust God. I'm just giving you ideas on how to trust God. Okay. (sighs) That's so hard for me. I don't even like being, I don't even like being bossy or being so matter of fact. It's not my personality, but I have to do that in this type of a teaching because it's true. And so Jesus, I pray for every one of us as we have been dismissive to our sons or our husbands, as we have criticized our sons or our husbands, God, for each of us, Lord, we can learn new habits. It's not too late. God, help us to change. Lord, give our sons and our husbands amnesia from any mistakes that we have made in any ways that we are not building up our house, any ways we're not being a wise woman. And really the bottom line is any ways that we're not trusting you. Lord, forgive us. Lord, help us to be the wise women who build our houses. Show us how to respect our husbands. Show us how to respect our sons. And Lord, change the atmosphere in our homes. Do miracles in our homes, God. I ask that you will do miracles in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, I'm almost done with today. I just had to pray. I had to pray. Yes, thank God for new habits. Oh, yes, in the Amplified, the passage was Ephesians 5.33. But yes, and we do give back what we give. Let me tell you. Yes, yes, such great advice. I've spent so much time trying to make my husband see the light, but it only made things worse. God showed me that I have to focus on him and let him work on my husband. Amen, Amber. Thank you for sharing that. Okay, so the next thing is, number four is to forgive your husband and don't hold grudges. You know what the Lord says? Forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. He doesn't say, forgive if your husband makes it up to you. Forgive if your husband is good to you. Forgive, forgive this. He doesn't say that. He says, forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. I don't have that reference. I'm not very good on the addresses, but forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. It's a huge deal to God that we forgive. And when, guess what? When you release something to God, it makes you lighter. Ah, you can, all of this is going to help us live longer. Everything I'm talking about today, giving up control, releasing anxiety, releasing stress. All of this is going to help us live longer. It's going to help us be less sick. It's going to help us have better relationships. Obeying God, he gave us commands in his word for a reason. Because when we're stressed out and unforgiving, when we're holding bitterness and unforgiveness, it's like they say it's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Let it go. I'm going to pray right now. Lord, I pray for each of us who have unforgiveness in our hearts towards our husbands or anyone else. Help us to forgive. We give you our hurts, wounds, our pain. Jesus, bring healing. And guys, what I want you to do right now, just lift up your hands if you're not driving. Lift up your hands. And give that bitterness and unforgiveness to Jesus. And as you do, I want you to see it leaving your body. Because I had a a vision one time because I had to get rid of some bitterness and unforgiveness in my heart and I saw it leaving my body and it was like this root that was wrapped around my organs 
and it started leaving my body. And as it left, I saw that my body had on the inside, it had cuts from that bitterness and unforgiveness. It had wounds. And that's what happened. So Lord, we release the bitterness and unforgiveness. So see it leave your body right now. Just see it leave your heart. See it leave. And now ask God this prayer. Lord, heal the broken places, the wounds in my heart, soul, mind, and emotions in my body that this bitterness and and unforgiveness has created in me. Heal the cuts on my heart and my body, my organs. Heal me, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. You might need to take some time later and do that alone, but just do it. Just release it to God. Release that bitterness and unforgiveness. Let it go. See it leaving your body because when you give something to the Lord, he takes it. And then ask him, I'm going to pray this prayer. Lord, show us how to live a new life in forgiveness with our spouse, with our husbands. Help us to forgive. Help us to let it go in Jesus name. Yeah. Okay. So next, I want to really talk to you about assuming the best of your husband. Okay. I love the passion translation. First Corinthians 13 and listen to what it says. First Corinthians 13 in the Passion Translation in verse five, I'll start in verse five. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. This is the part I wanted to read to you. Love is a safe place of shelter for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat for it never gives up. Love never stops believing the best in our husbands. It's a safe place of shelter. That's what that scripture said. It's a safe place of shelter because it never stops believing the best. Lower your expectations for your husband. Give him grace and ask God to make it up to you. All the things that your husband is not doing All the things that your husband is falling short on, if he's not uh, providing for your family, if he's not spending time with the family, whatever, whatever it is, if he doesn't help you, let's pray. Jesus, make it up to me by what my husband is not doing for me right now. Make it up to me. Provide for us. Bless our family relationships. Help my husband to want to engage with the children. Take away his anger. Whatever it is, just say it right now. Just say it right now. Just say it to him, Lord, and whatever it is that you want, just, and then say, Lord, make it up to me. Be my husband in areas that the Lord cannot be my husband or will not be my husband. Be my husband. Fill up my heart with your love. Help me to be confident because of your love and the way that you take care of me in Jesus name. Amen. So guys, so much of the time we get frustrated and upset at our husbands because we are expecting them to fill us up in ways that only God can. And yes, we need provision. We need a present husband in the home, all of that stuff. But God, I'm telling you guys, ask God to make it up to you. Ask him to be your husband in areas that your husband is not doing and see what happens. And this is not a thing where you're like, okay, I've been doing this for a week and it's not working. My husband still isn't doing anything. You have to continually let go to God. Cause I'm sure that you've already talked to him about the things that he's not doing, right? 
Just let it go. Pray for your husband. Pray for the changes to come. Pray for God to meet your needs. Pray for God to fill you up in such a way that there's so much joy in your heart. Trust God to do that. And then the last thing I want to say, oh, and then I want, I want to talk to you about the love your husband challenge. And Stacy's going to put that up here. I want to read you a scripture that I think is really interesting. It's Proverbs 31, 23. And I, I had not thought about this before until recently. Proverbs 31, verse 23. And it says, her husband is respected at the city gate where he takes his seat among the elders of the land. And then you know what it said before this in verse 11? Her husband has full confidence in her and lacks nothing of value. In verse 12, she brings him good, not harm all the days of her life. But do you see what it says right there? In verse 23, her husband is respected at the city gate. Okay, something happens when we respect our husbands and when we do them good and not evil all the days of their life. And I'm just talking to you guys if you're serious about this, okay? If you're serious about wanting to change your marriage, just know that they will be respected when you respect them. They will, when your man feels respected at home, he will act differently at work. He will make more money at work. He will have confidence to go after different kinds of jobs. He will be more confident. He will be happier. It's just something that God has set into motion, but the word says that he is respected at the city gate and takes his seat among the elders of the land. And that is the woman that is the wise woman who respects her husband, who builds her house. And we want to be wise women. So your husband will make more money. I'm telling you, it'll happen if you respect him, if you honor him, because he will carry himself differently. He will know that he is a man who's worthy of respect and honor because he has a lot to contribute to his workplace and he will make more money. I promise you, just try it, try it, try it and see what happens. Pray for him and ask God to obey you, respect him, forgive him. Move on in your marriage and see what happens. Let's give it six months, okay? See what happens in six months. I would love to hear back from you guys. The last thing I want to talk to you about is whenever I said that the new year is a wonderful time of year to be working on your marriage right here. And oh yeah, Stacy just shared it. This is called the Love Your Husband Challenge. And we have this on you version and it has had almost 100,000 completions. We've had... I don't know how many downloads, but a hundred thousand completions of this. This is gold. This love your husband challenge is gold and it will only take you. I think it's six days, six days, print this out, put this near your Bible. Cause next week we won't have any devotions at hope club for moms, print this out and do this, do the love your husband challenge. And it's so awesome. It has scripture every day. So the first day one is all about your words and it has a scripture, a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And then day two is all about your thoughts towards your husband. And that's Philippians four, eight day three is all about your actions. And that is first John three eighteen. Day four is all about forgiveness. Day five is all about your husband's needs, his love language, things like that. And day six 
is all about um, praying for your husband. Okay. This is a good next step for this video. So I highly recommend it. Okay. And I'm going to pray for you right now and I won't see you next week, but get your books, print out your reading schedule, watch the orientation video, print out the love your husband challenge. And you, you can do this next week when we don't have devotions. Jesus, thank you for every single person, every single woman listening to this video, watching it in the online group, on YouTube, on Facebook, or listening in on the podcast, or watching the recording in five years. <laughs> Lord, we know that you are outside of time. So Lord, I pray for each of us, myself included. Help me to really enjoy my husband. Help each of us to really enjoy our husbands. Lord, let this video have brought about transforming power from you because we asked you for help, because we read the scriptures and we are willing and we are ready to change. Help us to change and let us take the next six months and do what you tell us to do, especially. We do it all the time. Let's do it all the time. But for the next six months, let's just really focus on doing what you tell us to do when we read the Bible, obeying you, honoring our husband, listening to them, noticing them, using our words to build them up and not tear them down, forgiving them, praising them, lowering our expectations, all the things that you want us to do. Lord, we pray, we commit our marriages to you. Jesus, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, ladies, thank you for watching. Share this video with your friends. Share it with them privately in a text. Share it with them publicly on Facebook. Share the podcast. It will help. I promise you, God, God works through our little actions of faith. And if any of your friends are struggling with their marriages and you put a little thing on Facebook about this, God, if it's God's will, he will have them find it. And it could really, really help them. We have so many emails of people who have emailed us and said that they just found our videos on Facebook or they found a teaching or something on Facebook and it changed their life. And so share the video. Join us on January the 30th for the orientation video. It'll also be on social media and our podcast. And we love you. I love you. I'm so thankful for you. And um, there's a January 30th. Is that the right day? I think it is. Hold on. I'm sorry. My brain is like so busy today. Um, January 30th. Yep. Monday, January 30th. Okay. I love you. Thank you for watching. Thank you for everything, for being my friend, for being part of our life here at Help Club. And I just, I love you. I love you so much. Pray for you every day. I pray for your marriage. I pray for your kids. My husband and I pray for you every day. My team, our team prays for you. We pray for you. You are covered in prayer. Thank you for being part of our community. Thank you for trusting your journey with us and wanting to be part of uh, the community. It really means a lot to us and we love you. Have a wonderful week and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.